Oh, you went to Booth for your team? Yeah, I go there regularly. How old are you? Well, I mean, well, I don't, I don't have anything. I don't have anything gorgeous. The leap well, for. What are you all about, you drama queen? I'm saying booze, it's for people who are... What are you, what's wrong with a kebab shop or a Kentucky or... A... Oh, I've never, I've never been to a kebab shop. Well, I should out and about. Um, I don't know, I like going to be. I like going to the... They've got a fishmonger and a... And... <laughs> well, is this a nursery rat or something? So what, what's going on here? <laughs> I, always have a, I, mean, I always have a chat with them. What's the, what's the, what's the best catch for the week? <laughs> right. Uh, what do they say, crabs? <laughs> They don't change. What, what do you often say? What, what? Well, this week we've got some haking. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Do, I like it. I've, I've, I have a lot of spare time. <laughs> you know, I venture around different markets within the lockdown rules, of course. Yeah, yeah, within lockdown we'll rules. Cut, we'll cut this out. Yeah, it's not interesting. It's just a detour. It is for us. You're, you're, you're an eccentric character, Joe. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you to our four sponsors for supporting our podcast. Johnny Russell's Art Caterers and Milktown Pies, Alexander Grapes Law, Jez and Lisa's Spoonful of Sweets and SPE Furnishings. Links to their websites are available in the show notes and on our website. Don't forget to subscribe to get all the latest episodes as soon as they're released. Okay, so um, so for, for a few years, Stan used to uh, the second team used to bowl used to bowl with new ball every week, which were great. But they were cheap ones from like India or whatever. They had not seen them at all. They were like them uh, fairground knuckle get. They were crap, and they'd swing for a little bit, and then they just go dead. And it'd be a nightmare. So I, I kept saying to him all the time, Stan, this is rubbish. We need to play with the, okay, perhaps not brand new lunch league balls, but you know, great great spares or whatever. The lads are bowling with different balls, whatever. They won't have it, won't have it, talking about costing this and costing that. So anyway, so we were at him, Marcus were at him, I were at him, Scott were at him, Benny were at him. And, uh, and anyway, big dudes and little dudes. Uh, he finally says, yeah, you're right. I'll, I'll, so second team started to play with actually balls. Scott were captain. So Stan, asked to, couldn't, the ultimate control freak, has to look after everything, has to be, you name it. Right? So he's got, he's got more balls more balls in his buddy in his boot than soft mate. So Scott says, Right, Stan, I'm captain. What what happens? God forbid, you get called to put a junior game in the morning. You can't get here. Run to the ball to start with. It's, it's you know, it's, it's pathetic. It's amateur hour. I need a box of balls. Right, Scott, you know what we've gone through for these. So he gives Scott a box of brand new Lunch League balls. And I want you to guard them with your life, Scott. Scott says, Right, no problem. <laughs> Fast forward two or three hours. Benedicci and uh, Scott have, uh, have, have, have conflapped and uh, they've found it. So Stan's walking down and all of a sudden Scott walks out with, with his box and goes, uh, all right, Stan, I'm just going to put these in my boot, whatever, and then pretends to fall over. And as he falls over, throws these balls in air and Stan goes, no, like proper like, like slow motion, no. Well, they were all spares, weren't they, from spares bag? <laughs> We took all the new balls out. We took all the new balls out of the plastic bags. Oh, brilliant. Just, Absolutely just brilliant. Put, put dog balls in the plastic bags, <laughs> put the plastic bags back in the new ball box and done him like brilliant. an absolute kipper. Brilliant. That is fantastic. I've not heard that, that story before. Oh, brilliant. 
I've never heard that. That is fantastic. And what did he say once he'd been... Because uh, he can't take a joke. What were his reaction once he'd realised he'd been had over? Uh, initially, initially, they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew, I knew it was wild. And he didn't. And then, and then he coughed it. And he, and he laughed. He laughed. He said he was with him. Oh, brilliant. No, that's fantastic. Yeah, Jess, I, I forgot to mention uh, earlier. Do you remember that game, uh, Ramsbottom away, when I dropped Chris Harris at mid-off, Ryan Esk, and I was 15 years old? I can know. Tell you the story Sub, behind that. Subfielding. Yeah. Um, I was I was I would I was 12 man at second. Right. And uh, Nicky got injured at Rami away batting. And you were batting first and they had to come off. And it had been about, I don't know, perhaps 95. Okay. And uh Nicky, Nicky retired hurt. So so first team ran back to club, said we need someone to come over. And I was 12th man in, and I don't know what the conversations were, but before I knew it, I were on way to Ramsbottom. So Nicky came back and batted towards the end of the inning. But then I had to field away at Rami. <laughs> and it was when Ryan were bowling sharp, left arm sharp. And they were bowling from old paper mill end. And I were at mid on. And they were running, and, and there were quite a few folk on as well. And I were only a young lass. I were only a young lass. And uh, it was wet wicket. And I don't know how, but it, it come right at me. And uh, I should have caught it. And I didn't, I, I dropped it. And it ended up, it ended up, uh, the game in the balance then. And if we'd have got him, we were in, we were in checks, we didn't have many. And uh, they ended up carrying his bat in the one game. Absolutely heartbroken. But uh, but yeah, I, I, I was only a young man in that one of the first times. And I'll tell you where this is brilliant. I went home that night, Sunday night, I was absolutely gutted, honestly. Gutted, sat in front of the TV, front of the fire. Right, let's go to it. And uh, Frank Henty rang me from Clubhouse uh, on Club Phone and uh, just basically kept saying, Look, don't worry about it. It's not your fault. You tried your best and you didn't have for the rest of the innings. And that trying to make me feel better. I was like, I tell you what, even at 15, even like whatever I were, 15 or whatever, I'm thinking, that's brilliant, that. There's no need to do that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I have got yeah. uh, Sean Flegler's year um, and, and Harris battered 36, 82 balls for 36. Yeah. Yeah. And if I had a court, it would have won game. Yeah. Yeah. It says it on here. Yeah. It says Gash Shields dropped him. What a tosser. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Kintry, so. <laughs> 23 overs, 5 for 26. Say that again. 23 overs, 26 runs, 5 wickets, 11 maidens. So your nemesis, your, uh, who you model your bowling on. Well, exactly, yeah. yeah. You didn't play that day, Jez. Any idea no. why? Couldn't be arsed, summer holiday, broken yeah. neck, one yeah. of them things. Yeah, it could have been that. Yeah, still out boozing. So, I'll let you one. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. It didn't work, surely, would it? Yeah, it must have been. It was June, so... It, can't have been football. I don't think I were injured around that time. No, I didn't miss many in flags this year, but no, I don't know what that were about. But yeah, yeah, no, I that, yeah, absolutely gutted, absolutely gutted. But uh, elephant experience, that you know, elephant experience. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's uh, you know, you're playing against a side like Rami as well. Any Lancashire League game, you know, they're big games, aren't they? Right, good, that's great. Uh, just one last point from me, then I'll go back to the two Joes to see if there's anything before we go into the questions. Um, and this is part question, but it's also something I wanted to ask you. It's a question from uh, from someone who sent it through to us. You finish probably, you know, quite young in your cricket career. What, what and you don't have to tell us exactly, you know, why, if there was anything, you know, any reason you don't want to disclose. Why did you finish that early? Uh, in, in playing, you know, cricket for Laura Ice, you continued to be involved, but why did you finish early? Um, a few things. 
I actually finished in 2004. I stopped playing in 2004 for uh, three years. Um, wow. And when I finished playing in 2004, um, that were, you know, a bit of a disagreement about, you know, a few things. But I never, never fired anybody. And I, I still support the club. It still came on. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and still, I still supported functions and I was still watching the games and going to away games. And, um, but I always wanted to, I thought, I've, I've got something left here. You know, I want, I want to get back and play. Um, and then, you know, I came back in 2007. But by that, but by that point, you know, um, you know, Stan was uh, doing a fantastic job. He was, he was very early in the piece in starting, you know, his, uh, you know, his piece of work with, with the youngsters. And, you know, I, I, the way I looked at it, was, I thought, right, you know, I want to come back. I don't want to go anywhere else. You know, Lawrence is my club. I want to play at Lawrence. So I'll go back and give it a whirl. Because, you know, I think if I didn't, if I didn't, I'd have regretted it. You know, I, I were only twenty-seven, only sort of twenty-six when I made the decision. And I spoke to Stan, and Stan said, you know, and Paul Stan and said, yeah, we welcome you back with open arms, no problem. But you know, the second team, you know, is. Uh, I mean, I never, ever, ever, ever were going to get, you know, had any dream of playing it first team again. But I wanted to play the second team. I, I was more than good enough to do so. Uh, I felt, and I were a little bit older. Uh, you know, I, I, the insecurities that I had. Previously, perhaps I didn't have as many. Uh, I've worked a few things out. So I thought, you know, I'm, yeah, you know, I fancy this. But when, I, you know, uh, start of the season, you know, it was pretty apparent that it was a settled team. And listen, you know, I, I, was, I was on board with that. Um, it was, set, you know, the, 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 the second team at that point in 2007 uh, was experienced second 11 and some youngsters coming through. Now, you don't have to be Hercule Poirot or Deer to work out that, you know, a club doesn't want too many then 27-year-olds with no chance of playing first-team cricket, blocking too many spaces up. And listen, you know, I was all right with that. I played half of the season, perhaps, in the second team, and I were in, and you know, and it was made very clear that, you know, you need to play third team. And I was happy with that, you know. It was no problem, you know. So by that point, um, you know, I was playing, you know, games in the third team and the second team at 27, which pissed me off at times. Sorry for my language, but, um, but actually it was great. Because, you know, there were some days where, like, for example, tell you, tell you a story about uh, Matt Walker. I remember playing at, uh, you know, playing at Rottenstone. Um, and, you know, we're, we're batting and, and it weren't a great track. And, and we've, we've bowled first and they've managed to just get just over 100. They shouldn't have got anywhere near. But they have done. And we said, well, well, you know, we should still have enough. And I can't remember who was supposed to be opening the batting. But basically, the fact was, if I were playing it for him, I'm opening the batting. And end the discussion otherwise. Do you know what I mean? Not not being a big hit, but I wanted to get back in the second team and I wasn't getting anything by batting at five or six. So anyway, so I said, hey, who's only batting? And Matt Walker, boof, me, like real dudes, Tom's a good one. So I goes out to bat and uh, very quickly it became apparent that he was, he was going to be a good player. You know, when I think the fall of the wicket, I don't know because I don't have the scorecard or anything like that, but I think I got nine and I think he was 70 odds. <laughs> And it were absolutely, it were, it, it were like night and day. And, you know, yeah. and I'd played a year and a half in first team and, uh, and anything that were remotely pitched up, he was smashing into cricket, uh, to concrete stand. And I were like hitting it back in the back then to third man for one. And, uh, but, you know, you know, you can be, you know, teachers you really this game if nothing else done to it. And, you know, that day, you know, I got to know John Walker very well and Sue and, you know, and, and that were great, you know, and I got to know Lewis Marsden and Mickey Lee and people like that. Um, and I played games with them, um, which then sort of helped to the next part because 
you know, um, towards the end of that season, you know, that was the game, that was the year we had a battle, you, you know, with, with Joe. Uh, and to be honest with you, I, the, 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 I couldn't be bothered netting on Tuesday and Thursday, and I had to, because I weren't yeah. good enough to, to not do. So basically, um, to, put a notch, to, put, to put a 10 out on, on this bit, I, basically, I just said, look, um, you know, I've sort of fallen out of love with playing a little bit, but I still, I want to put something back into into a club, really, that's given me yeah. loads. Uh, I still want to be around the place, and if I can help, I'll help. Yeah. Uh, and Stan uh, wanted, you know, said, you know, do you fancy helping out with second team? Paul Stanley was captain, very good second level captain. Um, you know, so he was all right with it. And so, you know, very, I, I didn't offer a right lot into, you know, the game, tactics and stuff like that, because Paul Stanley nailed all that. But, excuse me, what I could do was, you know, I could take the warm-up, allow Stanley to, you know, get involved in the warm-up, you know, talk to the young lads and stuff like that. And I really got a lot from that. I really, really, really did. And I really enjoyed it. Um, so much so that, you know, I, you know, I mean, this might be a conversation for a bit later on, but that year that we finished one us up after the journey that we'd been on, um, it was I was prouder than anything that I've ever achieved. It was it was phenomenal to see them young lads who'd come from being 15 year old and getting bullied every week. You know, the likes of, you know, Lewis Morrison deserves enormous credit for, you know, for what he did. You know, and the likes of, you know, him, you know, Mickey Lee, Josh Lavin, uh, you know, Sean Eaton to play, you know, those those lads week in, week out, were taking batteries and batteries. They turned it round, short yeah. of stones, proper low houses. And then, yeah. they, you know, they finished, you know, they finished runners up. And I, I was proud as punch. I, I, was, yeah. I was proud to, I was proud to be associated with them. When, when, yeah. You know, it was brilliant. Yeah. No, Gav, I think you, I mean, what you've done there is you've, answered, you know, you've answered us around the cricket side of it, you know, it fizzled out, you know, whether you want to comment about you and Matt Stanny and Stan being in the back room discussing uh, <laughs> a, a rotor or whatever it were called. Um, and you, like you said, you fell out of love with it, but a lot of people who do that just walk away, become bitter and twisted, and, you know, you see them every 10 years and all they do is whinge and moan about the chances they should have had, but you didn't. And I was that was my next point, is to talk about the second eleven. And from what I saw from an outsider looking in, you put so much into that, but the, and the players got a lot out of it, but you also got a lot, a lot out of it. And it must have been great, what fun working with Paul Stanley, and, and I bet you had some great crack in that dressing room as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. With all the young lads and teaching them a few... Uh, no, it, 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 you know, it, 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 were, it, you know it, was, it was superb, and then... You know, the second team very quickly went from, you know, a couple of experienced heads to just a group of young lads, you know, and, you know, you, you, for about for about three seconds, you know, you thought, you know, should I, you know, should I get some pads here? And no, yeah. no, you know, and it's, it was no fun losing 12 or 13 on bounce that Aggers referred to. And it wasn't, no. uh, you know, and I, I remember going back to the clubhouse, uh, you know, and speaking to, you know, you know Rusty had always asking, you know, and, and people would ask how have you got on today and blah 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 and oh, bloody hell this is you know stick with them they're good lads you know they yeah. get basically they're getting bullied that's all it is yeah. they're getting all leaded and you know and they did really well you know but, you know but but the support within the club was there you know I remember Reese Woodward struggling with his run up you know I had a word with Johnny Russell one night on Thursday night no Johnny Russell you know you know has a bit of a reputation as you know not caring about cricket you know just being you know a really one of lads and being a really good bowler couldn't be further from the truth do you know yeah. what I mean he, he really cared about his cricket and. You know, I had a word with him if he could help, you know, reach out his run up. You know, and over one night, he nailed it. He yeah. had the ball to ball again. And then yeah. Reese could worry about where he were landing, not yeah. where his feet were going. Yeah. And it 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 was it were a it, it were a pleasure to watch him. It really yeah. were. And like I said, you know, the lads like, you know, 
at such a young age, you know, the job that Lewis Marsden, um, you know, Agus as well, Agus, Agus did really well. Agus took it on because there were no, you know, he knew that there were no one out, you know, and he did a really job. They lived and breathed it. But Lewis Marsden you know, really did a kind of job and he deserves a lot of credit. Yeah, no, it's brilliant that. It's good to see that it meant that much to you and, you, you know, you've got so many good memories about it all. Joe and Joe, anything else about the, you know, the cricketing and then, then the managing the second team before we move on to other stories? Is there anything you've, uh, Joe Martin? Um, I think just the, as we'll come across on the podcast, the passion that Gav speaks about the second team now and when he was, and when he was manager is kind of, um, reciprocal, I guess. The, yeah. There is no difference in how he is talking about what he wants from the second or what the second team achieved and what he wanted from the second team when we were playing. And and do you know what that gave us? That gave us loads of confidence to just go and play cricket. We didn't have to worry about um, the fact that everyone else were older than us and bigger than us. We just could, you know, Gavin Paul Stanley are the backing us here to do to do well. So let's you know let's make sure that we that we repay them really with it. Um, and I've said on the podcast loads of times that what how much Yav and Paul Stanley had an effect on where where we are now. Without yeah. without those two, you, we wouldn't have the success that we have yeah, now. Yeah, area, area. I agree, George. Lovely things to say. Duke, anything before we move on to uh, some funny stories or some tales? Well, I've I've got a few tales, uh, but I'll just wonder, I will well I'll leave that for now. But I do have one cricket related tale that I wanted to that I wanted to get Gav's recollection of, and it's when you brought your tour at Nelson. When you you, know, you, when you brought, brought your tour at Nelson. Nelson. When you yeah. brought my tour at Nelson. Do you want to tell that story? Tours just don't break, John. It was a rotund rotund Italian who stood on who had on you did, and because I was giving you a good toweling, I was battering you. You stood on my foot. So we're having a fight during a game right. on the balcony on the balcony at Nelson when we were waiting to bat. So our openers would have been batting and me and him were dicking about on balcony scrapping. And uh, obviously I was batting before him. That's why I had my spikes on and he didn't and he didn't have his spikes on. And we were uh, we were fighting <laughs> on, on balcony and I accidentally stood on his toe. Mid game. Um, so you had to bat Gav with a broken toe. Yeah. Yeah. Prob- no, still looked a million dollars, Jez, you know what I mean? Dashing left-hander and all that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We got yeah, quite yeah. a telling-off, do you remember? Oh, do I? Yeah. It could give a telling-off, though, couldn't it, Paul? Some absolute belters. Were you in second team that time at uh, Ramy? Some belters at Ramy. Well, we, we, we generally got slaughtered at Ramy. And uh, those used to have fantastic teas, didn't they, at Ramy? Do you remember? They were ace, weren't they? And uh, another year, same old result. We've got, you know... we. First innings had gone, and I don't, they'd either got a million or we'd been more like for not right minute. And uh, we used to have a right long table in the middle of running. And we were all sat there, and Paul, quite rightly, giving us a, a telling off, absolute telling off. And we're all there like, and then they came in with teas. And uh, the, the, the cake plate had a right big long jam slice. And everything went from what whatever Paul were talking about, Matt was like, blah, 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 blah. everybody were just looking at this jam slice, and everyone's just like edging off, edging <laughs> off the pair. And as soon, as soon as Paul stopped talking about that, get your teeth, everyone said, boom, flash. And that's the jam slats. And it was like, like an old pile of like, legs and arms and eggs going everywhere. And uh, Paul said, anyway, I wish you cared that much about your bloody quick here. But it was right. All about your jam slides. So I, um, 
So then we move on and we still, you know, crack it, it only seems like a couple of years ago when we finished and we'd start, you know, getting together. And I think the pair of us, we we try every year to do two or three different trips and yeah, go and yeah. watching games, you know, just to, to support the lads, but also have a, you know, a plan jolly out. I've, I don't I, I don't know if we've part mentioned this on this podcast before. Just, Gav, just talk us through your memory of that day when we went to Todd. When we went to watch the uh, the game away at Todd, I, I me, you and Nick. Eh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just talk us through what happened that day. So big do's, little do's. Um, I'm up against it straight away, aren't I? You know, I'm right, right on beer with Nicky and Jez, and uh, so we, we we get into Todd for when Boons is open, and uh, we're going to this booze, we're going to one booze, have a flyer, and then we're going to this next one. And it must have only been quarter to twelve. Door opens, and as you're looking in. About waist height, they were clear, and then waist above were just smoke days, weren't it? Like black fag smoke, weren't it? Cigarette yeah. smoke. Yeah. So, like, I can't remember who went in first, but if you can imagine it, first one was in, right on his heels like that, and then there's like a bit of a pile, of boom, 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 and we all like, we all like, was into bar. Boom, boom, boom. And, uh, so we're all looking at each other, and whoever goes to the bar, these two, these two, these shandy boys drinking like two and a half percent old man's man. And I'm on uh, like hard man's fancy strong boy, great, great fizzy. So anyway, <laughs> so whoever it right goes to the bar and you're looking at your surroundings, aren't you thinking, well, I've never been in here before. So you're looking round and just correct me if I'm wrong, but we're all looking, you know, we're all not scared of a drinker's booze, are we? But we look around and dead, we're absolutely dead apart where we were, apart from bottom corner. Yeah. And the bottom corner, there were probably half a dozen folk sat in like a like an alcove, weren't they? They didn't yeah. have t-shirts on or anything. One of them had a baby on the shoulders. And there was someone like Neil Diamond on, weren't they? And they're, all mm-hmm. like, they're all singing like that. Yeah. They're all yeah. like got fags and they're all like dotting them down. They've all got shorts, whatever they were. And like they've been there all night. And they were only like quarter to 12. And like, we're all looking at each other thinking, yeah, all right, we're to hear Let's just stop up and get out of here. But anyway, so they, they, I turned around and they're like three quarters down there, old man's, old man's bitter. And I'm thinking, Christ, I'm to head off this. And just as I go like that, I noticed a great big dried bogey on top of my pint, on, on pint glass. Right? And I've gone. Vroom, vroom. And Nicky's gone. What's up? And I've gone, oh, have you seen that? So Nicky started gipping. And Jess went, what's wrong with you? And I went, have you seen that? And he went, get on with it. And I went, no, I'm, not, I'm going to ask him to change it. He went, you're not. We're not coming in here. You're asking to get, get on with it. Get it drunk. So I'm like, turning my glass round in the arm to like the furthest away. I'm like, trying to drink it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I tell you what, how we got out of there with our lives, I'll never know. We could have been buried in car park and no one had ever known. Yeah. It'd, have been a, it'd have been a famous cold case on ITV. It was. It, it was a real surreal situation because you're right, I think we got the bus at about 10am, we got breakfast somewhere and it was only our second pint but they, they'd clearly been in all night. Oh, absolutely, yeah. The old curtains were shut, it was pitch black, and you know what, you can't leave a pub once you've seen before, okay? But we're never going to have two pints. And if you remember, Gav, it was baking up. We ended up walking around Todd Centre, which is lovely, before the start of the game, um, had a few pints outside, went down towards uh, the ground, walked it down towards the ground, and one one of the three of them were, uh, were desperate for the toilet. I know what's coming here, yeah. It's, it's five to one, this. It's middle of the afternoon, Todd Centre, um, baking up, and one of the three of us decides, I can't hold it any longer, so go as a as a little wee behind a tree, which is, it's, it's, it's like that ruler. <laughs> <laughs> In this tree, well, the lad who was having the wee 
had the biggest arse of the three of them. Almost like Todd, Todd Centre got flooded. <laughs> and then we went in. It was a great game as well, if you remember. Jack Rudolph was sub pro for them. Mm. And uh, there were oh, a massive storm. Yeah. yeah. There were a yeah, storm. Were, yeah. That, were you playing, Dooch? Can you remember? I was, that? yeah. Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah. We we couldn't leave the ground. That's right. The rain, That's the it. storm was that bad. They, yeah. they closed the road, yeah. Joe. Yeah. Closed the oh, road really? back to Burnley from Tomberton, yeah. Like, yeah. Fire, fire brigade had to come. So we were stuck yeah. in, we, the game got called off maybe only two overs into the second innings. Yeah. And we were there till maybe 10 o'clock at night because the, yeah. because the roads were closed. And even better than that, Joe, uh, because, you know, we, we thought, you know, we, we wouldn't be there at 10 o'clock or whatever. So me and Nicky didn't have that, you know, we we had this cash card on us, but not a lot of cash. And Jez was only one who had a bob or two on him. So, oh, <laughs> brilliant. He was our mail. It was big, sick, you know, it was brilliant. And when he told him that he was the one who had a bob or two, but, uh, Yeah. Because all players were just desperate to get home, you know. They had, yeah, yeah. We, we hadn't a care in the world. We had a belly full of beer and just, we'll, we'll get a lift back somewhere. We were, in fact, we were preparing to get our heads down, I think. <laughs> mm. Hey, Jess, on a serious thought, that might be one for uh, next year, that sort of way. Yeah. But in our league, Yes, yeah. they are. Yeah, they are the first division. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that, definitely. Go on, Joe Martin. Um, with you talking about Todd, I don't know if Dooch has got on his envelope, um, but Gav, I seem to remember at Todd, did you not, did you not twist your ankle? <laughs> there's, a, there's a scorecard. If you have a look on the league website, there's a scorecard where second 11 played at Todd away and Gav batted at 11. Oh, now, you look at it and think, well, what? Why did Gav bat at 11? He were opening bat, or if he were opening, he certainly batted 3, 4, or 5, and he batted at 11. So you're thinking, I wonder what happened there. Explain. Brilliant. Uh, so, uh, well, basically, no, we're not just, you know, it's been having a laugh and what have you, and uh, we get exchanged, and we go out onto the field, and there's that little embankment in there, but where the gravel bit is, it's getting down to the ground. You know, we're going out for warm up, ballooning around, and what have you, and, uh, and anyway, so I've started running out, was over on my ankle and I fell I fell down at the bandment. I'm like <laughs> and I lands on the pitch and I, and I thought so I, I tried to jump up everyone's really laughing their head off up and obviously I were seeing a player at that point and uh, I thought I got up and straight away but I didn't go and tell Stan and Paul grown man didn't go and tell Stan and Paul so I'm like ah. so I tried to like it just weren't happening at all just weren't happening so uh, I tried to do do something and, and it weren't just weren't, weren't nothing were happening so I goes, uh, I looked at Paul, I said, Paul, I said, I can't play. I said, I can't play. I'm, I'm going over. I'm like, what do you mean you're going over? So he, he storms off on a, on, a, on a mad one. So I asked to go and tell Stan, well, it's too late to go and get some bugger else now, blah, blah, blah. So I had to go and battle him. But yeah, basically, we were, I was too busy pissballing around and uh, fell down in bank room to Todd and, uh, and, and then had to bat number 11. But I have to say, I, I've got to be the best number 11 that second league's ever seen. Buddy. <laughs> and I got a red, in, a red ink to Jez. And you obviously hurt yourself. You know, it was a, you know, obviously swats. You know, your ankles all swollen up, but you're still prepared to play. Well, you know what I mean, Jess? Yeah. Well, no. Art of a lion. I, I was sitting down. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it was sitting down. Yes, he twisted his ankle. I mean, you know, he'd not. He, he didn't have like a, a war wound or anything like that. He twisted yeah, his yeah. ankle. Or he had broken his neck, Jess. <laughs> yeah, I have to wait in my pocket, Joe. You know what I mean? Jess Hope played with a broken neck. Yeah, true. So, uh, no, that's uh, you know, that, that, you know, it's great reminiscing. Uh, another one that someone tweeted in on a direct message about um, you know, you've talked about about your dad. What a great fella! Came down, supported you. You know, we've all had lovely 
few pints with him, and you know, top banana, what a man. Someone's put in about him umpiring a game where you were playing as a junior, and you got, I think, the, I think you got an hat trick, and then you skied one, and just about the the, the field is going to catch it. He shakes no ball. Can you can you give us any truth in whether what happened in that game? They are absolutely just, and I'm ordered a million more from the game of cricket. Let me tell you, <laughs> bring it on. The amount of times I've been given out as a left-hander, LBW, and it's pissed outside leg stump, and it's going to hit, no problem, but it's pissed outside. The game owes me a million more than whatever I got given. Let Good. me tell you that. He didn't ask you that. He asked you about. He asked you about your dad. Uh, you getting five wickets when your dad well, won five. So I, I remember it slightly story. different way. The, the game I remember were uh, it juniors um, were bake up away. And I can't remember his name, but he were really. Is that what he were our age? And he uh, were really quick. Uh, but then he, he got a back injury, and he ended up being a batter. Played first in cricket, decent player, and a good lad as well. His name's dry. But anyway, he opened bowling from uh, from Houses end. And uh, you can see it first ball at game, stumps everywhere. <laughs> Dave Shields, no ball. Harry didn't really make much difference. Our changing room not so long after that, but uh, but no, and uh, but actually, I don't think I ever got No, you got uh, five uh, wickets in the 13 game, I got, definitely. I got a five, I got a five for Aaron at Burnley. And let me tell you, Jess, there were no Harry's about that, they were uh, it were all uh. Big, massive in-swinging uh, deliveries, and uh, I think you'll find them all. Fantastic! Eh? The beauty of that is, Gav, you've not just got you've not thrown your teddies out. So it's ridiculous. Whoever said that on social media, they haven't got the balls to come and ask me to to me first. You've actually said it. What a great story that is! <laughs> your dad's umpiring. You get bowled by a fantastic bowler, and he has the balls to say no ball. And Absolutely. You're right. you're right, Gav. It's mother cricket. Mother hey, cricket. Yes, she works. Yes. To be fair, Big Dave Shields has done me out his tea that night. He's done a full yeah. day's graft. Yeah. He's gone home, hadn't had any tea. He has to take his lad out to play cricket. He wants yeah. to watch his lad get a few. <laughs> exactly. Not him bowl. No problem with that, Jess. No problem with that, mate. You don't want to watch him bowl. Go on, Absolutely. Joe. Absolutely. One of the, Absolutely, mate. One of my most favourite memories of your dad, Gav, is we once went to watch Aki Stanley play. Uh, and we were walking... Um, we'd gone in through the turnstile and we walking past the, past the stand. And we looked up and we saw... Um, Brian Laws sat in the in the stand, and and, da- and David Moyes sat a, a chair over, and I was like nudging my dad, and saying, "Look, it's Brian Laws and David Moyes, one Everton manager, and one's Burnley manager." And then right at that moment, your dad sat in between them. Oh, <laughs> and then started started talking to, started talking to him. Ball was brass, and, and, and I told him what he thought as well. <laughs> Good lad. No problem with that. Brilliant. No problem with that at all. So that brings us on to it. It it wasn't Joe Martin, I don't think, but one of the younger members. We have a, and again, it's probably worthwhile mentioning this to the people who listen. You know, it it might sound shambolic, might this housecast, but we do do quite a bit of prep. We have various WhatsApp groups which we invite the guest onto, so we talk them through the process. And then we also, between us, there's six or seven who were like, let's call us the organising committee, and we discuss topics, we discuss guests, etc. And and someone, we talked about your bowling, Gav, within this WhatsApp group, and, um, you know, about some, you know, I think Joe Duke said about you getting these five wickets, and someone said, crack, I didn't know he bowled, and, you know, what did he bowl? So I was describing it as as Chris Harris, you remember, the pro from yeah. Rabbit. 
used to run in, almost bowl off the wrong foot, proper open chested and bowl big in swingers. You know, I personally thought you, know, you were a useful, you know, change bowler in the second team. What can you did you enjoy the bowling side of it? Was it something you wanted to progress, or did, it, did you just piss about like you looked? Oh, I, I, typical batter, Jess. Uh, bowler's game. Uh, you know, it's, it's a piece of piss bowling. You get you get six chances and over. You get to bowl fourteen overs at a time in twos. You know, it's a bowler's game. Uh, so I used to give it bigger. I used to bowl at nets. This is really easy. Uh, and I remember when Stanford started, I used to we used to bowl and I used to like bowl a, you know, a bit of a leg cutter, and uh, and I was just messing around at nets, like just joking around and turning around and bowling. And I must have bowled all right when Stan were watching. And anyway, he uh, he picked me in the third team game to bowl, and uh, oh, it was horrific. I, I didn't know to do me run, right? I didn't know to do me run up or anything. No one had talked to me about it. Right? I was just pissing around at nets, Jess. Honestly, right? And uh, like bowling me like a dead arm because Marcus had whacked me or something. And uh, so I'm stood there at the end of my run up. Everyone's looking at me, and I'm like, I, I don't what what I don't know. So I couldn't let go of it. Then I let go of it too early, and then I stopped. Rolling my wrist over it and tried to bowl with a straight wrist. Oh, it was horrific. I think I got took off after three overs. I've gone for a million. It was horrific. Uh, but but hey ho, I was still better than Benedicti. I still turned it more than him. They <laughs> <laughs> were just big leg cutters, weren't they, all the time? Absolutely. Uh, but like I say, I still turned it more than Bennett. <laughs> well, um, I mean, since you mentioned that, I mean, for those who don't know, me and Gab have, have like been pals away from cricket for a long time. And um, a long period of that has been us trying to get one over on each other. That's fair, isn't it? Absolutely. And yeah. Can I... Sorry, so, so, no, hang on, hang on. I've got, I've got two tales that kind of sum it up. And unfortunately, they both involve drink. Um, I'll go... Because you're the guest, you can. I'll give you your your success second. But my success over you was that day when you were on phones at um, Ensley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, me, me, Matt, and uh, Matt Hope and Dave Gardner had played golf on uh, Friday morning, and we got Friday Friday afternoon off to go on beer, and um, we were sat in big wind, I think, and we got wind that that Gav had to go on reception at Ensley in afternoon, so we were sat in big wind <laughs> drinking and amusing ourselves just by ringing him up all day. <laughs> And it, even though he knew it were us, he still had to answer it because he were answering <laughs> for the entire company. So, so we just we just ring him all afternoon. And it got even worse, Jez and Joe. Right? We then moved to Witherspoons. Right? So if I leant forward off reception seat, <laughs> I could see him in window. <laughs> and I just had to go. Good afternoon, Anthony. Cheers. How can I help you? Great gag, absolutely. So childish, but it was brilliant. But Gav's finest hour against me was um, we both used to work in town when we were kids, like 18, 19. We both worked, we both had office jobs in, in Burnley and we both wore suits to work when we were like 18, 19. We thought we, we did really think we were kings of the town. And um, we were, we were. we'd either meet for we'd either meet for his dinner, we'd go to a pub for his dinner sometimes, but We'd, we'd sometimes go out after work on a Thursday for a beer, for a beer on a Thursday in a right. suit. And um, sometimes it got, sometimes we'd just go out for a couple of pints. Sometimes we'd stay out till 10 o'clock. Sometimes we'd, you know, it'd get worse than that. There were a nightclub called VIPs in, in town that were open on a Thursday. So we, this one particular night, we'd gone out. We'd had a few beers after work. We'd stayed a bit later than we should. We ended up in VIPs and we were like drinking. It's late. 
keep looking at our watches thinking it's Thursday night, we've got work in the morning. We're going to have to wear this suit for work that we've got on now that we're in a nightclub in that people were smoking in. <sighs> so anyway, we, we completes the night, stays out till kicking out time and uh, goes for some food and then we get a taxi home. Let's share a taxi home, drop you off this jaw, then then I'll then uh, I'll go, I'll get it, taxi can take me home. So taxi's on going, going to take me home and uh, drive down my front street. And as I'm getting out of taxi, I said, Gav, it's going to be horrendous at work tomorrow. It's going to be, it's going to be a longest day ever. And he went, what are you on about? I booked day off. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> and prior to that, prior to that, right, for, a, for, a, for about an hour or so, Benny been going, I've had to shoot off and get a kebab. I'm like, no, I've got to just have one more. I want to just have one more. <laughs> you real dudes. Get in. So it was probably like yeah. half two in the morning and I had to be at work at like, I don't know, half eight in the after. And uh, Gav, <laughs> Gav didn't get out of bed till dinner time. Did you well, not have a race as well? Sorry, go on. Did you not have a race as well? Oh, yeah. Jordan had to talk about that because I nailed him. <laughs> however, however, the video one as well, weren't the Benny, where we out for a few beers on a Saturday. And uh, do you remember when uh, Lennox Lewis were fighting, as in Ratman? Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah. And uh, Benny, obviously... You know, likes a bet, doesn't he? Bet on two main drops going down the window with Benny, wasn't he? And, uh, and anyway, so we're having a few bits and he's going, do you know what? I think uh, Ratman's going to do Lewis tonight. I'm like, ah, you idiot. Is it? I beat him with one hand behind Daddy's back. I think he's surrounded. He'll, he'll hammer him. He'll hammer him. So anyway, so of course it did. I managed to talk Benny around. Give me your money. If, you wanna, if you're that desperate, give me money. Give it me. So anyway, it's a big dudes and little dudes. Gav, you're eight. I won't bother. I won't bother. What happened? Text me the day after. <laughs> As in Ratman's not letting it Lewis have his champion at world. 25 to 1 he were in the two or three. Hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> Only myself to blame for that. Well, I, I just wonder now, Joe, I think, uh, Duke, I think Gav's 2-1 up. You're going to have to start getting your finger out and getting him back. <laughs> well, I don't know. I broke his toe in I saw. Maybe that's 2-2 yeah, two, two for yeah. this uh, podcast yeah, yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, yeah. Um, so I've um, I've not I've not many other stories on here. There's just one that we got a scorecard in for Gav about you being out hit wicket. Can you remember that? Yeah, I can. Um, well, what happened then? Because that's a rare, uh, a rare dismissal. Yeah, I can. Enfield at home, uh, joy ball, uh, bowling from the uh, pavilion at car park end, and uh, I've been managing to pull him, and uh, I just. Got a big, too big of a stand. Unfortunately, there's no big, great tail, but just got too big of a stride and stepped back on my stumps, unfortunately. I hit it for four, but excuse me, unfortunately, uh, I stepped on my stumps and uh, I had to get gone. But it was a shame because we, we, we had a little stand on them. But, yeah. But, uh, but I've got another great tail about Benny, if you, if you want that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that game, I've got the scorecard here, Gavin. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and Joe got a duck. Well, that was a weekend, weren't it? Go on, tell us that other tail then, Gav. So... Um, it was uh, that bootleg, uh, that bootleg Agus is recording, uh, reminded me of it. Don't remember it when, uh, when he told you about he got thrown out to that boozer for getting battered by olive oil. Well, if we go a little bit further in that night, uh, when it BB and Benedicci walks downstairs, he thinks he's a bit of a dresser, does and he's not. And uh, <laughs> anyway, so he walks downstairs giving the big one. That like was a soundtrack going or whatever. Obviously, they weren't. And he walks in and he's got a cardigan on. Cardigan. He's in his mid 20s. He's got a cardigan on. So, anyway. In black. Uh, Bruno must have been stopping in, Jess. <laughs> and, uh, and anyway, so uh, 
So everyone, everyone lays into it. Oh, I believe I'll cardigan, this, this, and this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, ah, typical Benny. Shut it, what do you know about that? Chest out, bats it all off, no problem. So we're all like giggling behind his back. So because I, and anyway, I was, ends up getting, there's a bit of commotion and I'm going, I'm going to gents. So I see, I see Iris gets turfed out. So obviously being Agus's mate, see one of your mates get turfed out, you want to make sure he was all right, don't you? So I, I followed him out, out at fire exit and uh, Olive Oil was going through and I'm going like, oh, calm down, calm down. And as, as there usually is in, in the town centre on a Saturday night, a couple of bobbies wander over. Well, one of them's, uh, you know, police officer and one of them's a woman. And by this point, by the time Olive Oil stopped backing at me, um, all lads have started uh, spilling out at Boozer. And I get, uh, and Benny, Benny swans out like his bloody King Dingling or like swans out. And uh, she, we all starts laughing again. And actually, the woman police officer turns around to Benny Ritchie and goes, Yeah, yeah, nice cardigan, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so he even got, even got rinsed by that. That Rosas were even on the She, on the she weren't being sarcastic. She gave me a number. Yeah, whatever. What were, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that, was that the same like, bullshit where you ran into the back of that van? Oh, that was, that was, that was beauty, weren't it, that? Yeah, Why did you run into the back of a van? So, what? Why did you run into the back of a van? Well, that, because, right, when I'm walking through, walking through uh, that, uh, that pool centre around the bubble, and this, this fire truck drives past, and, uh, and I, sometimes when you've had a, you know, a few lemonades, you just, you just get daft ideas, don't you? And, uh, and, it, and it stopped, and it was driving past probably about one, two mile an hour, I thought, I'm going to jump Why? So I tried to jump up back of it, and the bloke, the driver, obviously saw me and grabbed at the last minute as I jumped. He slammed brakes on. So I jumped, he slammed brakes on, and went boom, right into the back. Nearly broke every bone in my face. I turned around, and all lads were flat on the floor laughing with their legs up at the oh, Rolled off that van. Well, hey, what can I say? Rolled Yeah, we, we got a few photos through about your. Uh... I mean, we've not talked about the second team trips to Blackpool. We've got a few photos through. Are you singing um, Ring of Fire? Some photos of Scott and Will Driver and Adam and Agus looking about 12. Yeah. I nearly said something that would need to be put out, but all looking <laughs> looking a bit different. Um, yeah, it was fantastic. We had some good response from it all. Joe Martin, we've, if we, we look to wrap it up in the next 10 or 15 minutes, anything else that we want to... Want to talk to him about? I don't. I, don't. I mean, do, I mean, should we discuss? There were, there were, you once ran the gun, then you had to stop Mickey Lee running the gun at once because well, gap. When they were... <laughs> you best explain what the gun. You best explain what it is, Joe. All right, sorry. The gauntlet is something that the cricketers used to do at the club when they were a bit drunk, um, where they used to get the stools and put them in. Uh, in like a foot pattern, I guess that's the best only way I can think of describing it. And you had to. Like walk across or run across the the stools without bar falling stool. off the bar stools without falling off was the was the gauntlet. There's yeah. some videos on YouTube of it. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there was. So I think there's a video of Gab of Gab doing it, and I can remember the night that he had to defend Mickey Lee, <laughs> stop Mickey Lee doing it. Yeah, we're in the game now. After we have about fourteen overs, not first even went go on, go on, stop now, We started in four hours, but he three hours kit. Do you remember I, doing it yourself, though? Absolutely, mate. Was, listen, you, you've got to, have you? If if, uh, if if you get dead, you've got to, you've got to play the game, haven't you? And, and I didn't give the best shot, and uh, unfortunately, my belly my belly's gone down. We'll That's maybe what, put a link out. We'll maybe put a link out to that video when we release the uh, podcast. Probably not. Probably how did it? How did it come about? No idea. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I know how it came about. 
it was just uh, it was just a, a, a drunk idea. <laughs> it was just a drunk That's idea. Bad. One one bank holiday Sunday. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert, do you remember? Uh, do you remember your thirtieth uh, guest at Newcastle? Yeah, yeah. 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 We, we, surely we'd have only been what six or seven at that stage. Well, well it weren't his thirtieth, Benny, were it? But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, another classic at uh, Eton's expense. We're, uh, we're we're all out on the Saturday, weren't we? Saturday, we're out all day Saturday, all day Saturday, all Saturday night. And, and Ben, and all of a sudden, Stan's mobile phone goes, are you all right, Joe? Joe, Joe, are you all right? Uh, Joe says, no, I'm, I'm, Stan, I'm lost. I'm lost. What do you mean? What, what can you see? Oh, I can, Stan, I can only see, see, I can see water. Stan says, mate, I know where you are. I know where you are. Stay still. Do not move. So he says to us all in Boozer, mate, I'm going to find Benucci. I'll be back shortly. No problem. So Stan bolts out at Boozer. Two minutes later, Benucci wanders in, swans in laughing. He's only been stood right corner doing a prank call to uh, Stan. So 45 minutes later, Stan comes back in, icicles on the end of his nose. Right, Benedicci, that's it. Me and you are through. Do you remember that? And we're all yeah. proper belly laughing at him. Yeah. Great gang, that Benny. Absolute great gang, mate. Were, and because uh, there were quite a few of them, certainly from you Rugrats, rug because mobile phones were relatively... Relatively new, certainly for, for the likes of me and Stan, and I know you lot were probably brought up on it, but it was a case of, you know, when someone's phone went off and other people arrived, yeah, the phone's going, phone's going off, the phone's going off, everyone, the phone's going off. So that's what everyone were doing to Stan, and I think the only thought I'll get one better and go outside. Rinsed him good and proper, it's brilliant. Gav, can you remember... Sorry, John. I was going to say, can you remember when you convinced Stan that Hawkey's... Girlfriend McCall Tracy. Oh, that one of the best ones ever. We'll one probably have to, I don't know, have to cut this out, but oh, brilliant. Right, you know you know what Stan's like, he's holding court in uh in club, he's giving it big and he's, he's like bigger, even bigger sole of his pants, giving it giving it all that. And uh and then Hawkey and his missus were at the time were getting ready to go and what have you, and, uh, and he says, uh, Shields it, shields it. He's been bearing man has been trying to rinse me for the last three quarters of an hour. He goes, uh, shields it, shields it. What's uh what's Hawkey's missus called? And dead, proper dead. I had about three pounds, I can't remember. I said, uh, Tracy. He went, Cheers, Shields. He went, uh, See you, okay. See you, Trace. <laughs> and everyone was like, Everyone started. He turned around and went, yeah, I, Honestly, I thought he would have tried battery. It was brilliant. Shields mm. won, Eaton, no. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> what about the um, the infamous party at the Payne's house and the game right. of cricket the day after? What do you remember about that? Oh, <laughs> uh, um, I remember, I remember us getting a lift, getting us dropped off in the morning in back of a van, and then uh, we got yes. to game at Nelson. Yeah, we got to game at Nelson, and uh, we went for a jog for his warble, and uh, one or two were sick, running round ground. We were terrible, they were embarrassing, and uh, but we'd only literally started. We were still drinking in back of the van, weren't we? In morning, and you um, had to be now, weren't? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> You're a shandy boy, and uh, and anyway, <laughs> big dudes a little bit. Ben and Uchi. But what what worked crap? You you ball, didn't you? But ball's a ball, it gets smashed. Someone dives, shards at stumps, no one's backing up, so they run again. We run and field it, turn around, throw, shards again, no one's backing up again. So we run again, dive, throw it, shards at stumps, and it better be about this point, it's lost it. They ran about seven off about what you want. But if she stands there and he's going, what is going on? It's a disgrace. And they had another one like ball at his feet. <laughs> 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 but 
the first ball of the game, the first ball that you bowled, it got smashed off with up more to a man, didn't it? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, I do, yeah. And everyone was laughing. Oh, it was brilliant. Penny had already been sick behind stumps. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Good day, that. Good day. And did you, yeah. Yeah, and did you not run me out on 49 that game as well? I was trying to think if that was... I don't think it was the same game, and I didn't run you out. Was. What happened were... It were, it I, I didn't run you out. What happened was... You, I came out to bat and you were already late 40s and you're on 49 and hit one and you set off for a run and I sent you back because it was never a run. And then that's the next ball, you. you're out. So yeah, you blame me because you. you blame me for not getting 50 because we didn't, we didn't take the run. Yeah, Wills were stand over. I've got 49. I tell you what, they were one and off, nearly a two. Ben Richards sat on his back angle. No. Oh. <laughs> and I got a dubious LBW, probably one that pitched outside. Yeah. So Dave Shields could give me all he wants. No Mother cricket. Mother cricket, Gab. Absolutely. Mother cricket. Gab, is there anything you want to bring up or clarify or chat through with us? Because I'm having some great fun here. If there's anything else you want to talk to us about and we can talk through. Uh, there was just one that uh, when I listened to Marquis's, they were, they were at, uh, which I really enjoyed. I listened, to, uh, I listened to the majority and they've been fantastic. But the one story that I thought Marquis was going to tell and he didn't, so I'll, I'll share it. And again, uh, Stan won't mind because, you know, he, he's a great raconteur himself. He, uh, it, unfortunately, is at Stan's expense. Uh, we're playing at home one day. And, uh, I'm, you know, I, I weren't playing at home. And uh, any opportunities, we all know, he gets his T-shirt off, doesn't he? And, uh, and anyway, second innings, <clears throat> we're batting. And me and Marcus are lapping. And uh, is this is gone, as, as we've walked past Gravesman's up, Marcus goes, look what I've got. He swipes on his T-shirt. So he's like, real dude, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll have a bit of fun with this. It's absolutely no problem. So it carries on round. And anyway, Mark was stashes it in changing rooms. Stan don't realise for a while. And as he's going back up for a brew, he walks past dressing room, does Stan, and he says, uh, great lads, I know I want to use a T-shirt. So great gag, ha, ha, ha. But give me back, will you? <laughs> okay. Yeah, Rob, I don't know about Stan. So another half an hour with that. He goes back back his, his cut back. He says, lads, a bit too far now. I want my t-shirt back. Uh, you know, you've had your fun now. Well, like, ah, stand with you on about. Probably the Gravesman's up to something. I don't know. Whatever. I want it back. Whatever. Another hour goes back. He walks past up. Right, lads. I've had enough now. It's not funny. She's not funny. You've had your fun. I want it back. And I'll tell you why I want it back. Because I've got some people coming back down at half past five to have a look at clubhouse. So they might rent it for a do. And I'm having to show them around. I'm having to greet them. So I want it back. Right, well, Stan, well, you better start looking for it, haven't you? Because we don't know where it is. Proper, proper, like, giddy, that's what we So anyway, so he walks off chuntering under his bed. So anyway, so he comes back up, like, 10 minutes before the, these, these these people agree to arrive. And he comes back up, you can imagine, Carl. Yeah, I want my T-shirt now. That's Stan. No, we don't have a clue. We don't even know what you're on about. So he carried on walking, shouting as he was walking, goes into clubhouse, right? And all of a sudden, we look down, we can hear a car pulling onto the ground. And this, this woman, and obviously her mum, gets out and start walking up the drive. And then we hear this noise to his right, and we look up, and Stan starts coming out of the clubhouse, walking down steps. And he's got his shorts on, his Gravesman's boots, no top on, and a half his vest. <laughs> and he went to meet, meet and greeted this couple without on, and he had to walk past us all. And he really meant it. And we were proper sniggering like hell. Oh, and they were furious, they were. And then while they were doing that, Marcus ran down and put his T-shirt back on injured injured floor and then ran back and he went, oh, I will live it. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. 
Oh, that's brilliant, that guy. And it's probably worth mentioning at this point for uh, people who are just about to have the tea that Stan has got permanently erect nipples. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but like I say, you know... Uh, Oh, absolutely brilliant. And I've, I know I've told a few there that, that stands expense, but I'm sure he won't, he won't mind. And uh, he gives as good as he gets. But uh, but yeah, no, very funny. Very funny. Yeah, because when you two get together, certainly uh, a little bit like Lauren Hardy. I've heard the last couple of years you've had to take him home. You've had to <laughs> you had to escort him. Well, uh, well, you know, well, you know, but uh, you know, can't really. Can't really although although there were once he uh, he accused. I walked him home and he he, uh, he ran me after he went wearing my glasses. How should I know? Not your key. That face then. I don't know. Well, well, you've obviously you've, you've obviously taken them home. Why would I take them home? Why? I don't know. I don't know. Even, I don't even last time where you had them. And if I if I had them in a bush, he's gone. <laughs> but his first thing was to, to accuse me of nicking him. But uh, like I say, you know, uh, great bloke. But yeah, uh, I'm sure he won't mind me a few tales at his expense. What? What about that tale he told on on Christmas special about kicking his telly in on Christmas Eve that time? The funniest <laughs> bit about that, the funniest bit about that whole story was not the fact that he kicked his telly in, it's the fact that he said he walked home and he weren't pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I have a powerful he, mind. Yeah, and he'd been out and he'd been out boozing like all day. Yeah. I weren't no, I weren't drunk. I, I managed to yeah. tell Caroline. What, 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 what did he what did he get? The Spanish Civil War or something. Russian Revolution. Russian Revolution, yeah. revolution that would it, yeah. 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 In 10 minutes. Yeah. Do you, 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 you remember that time when he got kicked out of Greenhill for farting? Yeah, of course I do. Sweet, I nearly got my membership expunged. <laughs> Me and you were trying to drink pints too quick, so we'd have to get him a... Uh, what, what were we trying to get him drinking? Ginzano. Ginzano, yeah, but yeah, that reached him. Me and Jez were trying to down our ends off, so we'd have to get him a Ginzano. Yeah, funny stories. Good. Uh, you know, they, they will be back soon. They will be back so we can... Uh, and continue it face to face, but the zooms are good, keeping us going. Um, right, we're getting through here, it's uh, it's getting late on. Is there anything else you want to uh bring up for us, Gav? No, absolutely not. No, I'd just like to say thanks very much for having us, and uh, I've really enjoyed the uh, brilliant the, the podcast so far. They've been great during lockdown, uh, they brought a lot of laughs and a lot of smiles and uh, a lot of, a lot of reminiscing. Um, so that firstly, thanks very much. Uh, for that, and thank you for uh, inviting me on. And sorry, it's taken me uh, so long to to accept your invitation, but I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And thanks very much. No, good, Gav. We've really appreciated it, and you know, and we knew that you'd be good fun. We knew that we'd have some good crack around it all, wouldn't it? You know, for anyone else out there, you know, if you fancy coming on, you've got to be a lower house player though. Um, <laughs> if you fancy coming on, give us a shout. We can talk through anything you want to talk through. And have a good, uh, a good old reminisce, and and you know, almost like being lent against the ball. Gav, we really appreciate you coming on. Before we go, Joe Martin, anything before you turn the lights off in West End room? No, that's been superb. <laughs> no, that's good. Dooch, you know, Mucker, it's been a good fun, hasn't it? It's been good been fun. Excellent, yeah, excellent. Yeah. I'm glad he agreed to do it finally. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, right, thanks very much uh, for for everything that's uh, that's gone on in this podcast. Really enjoyed it. Until the next one. Thanks very much, everyone, and goodbye.